Um, okay, uh, Gus, especially because we got um, a guest and one of our friends, I'm going to let you take this one. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and intro the podcast? You're going to let me field this one? Yep, go for it. I Okay, I just... Welcome record- back to the Gus and Eddie podcast, guys. Oh. Uh, I would like to welcome back our most popular guest ever. I don't know if you knew that, Drew. Drew Gooden. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Let's give that. him a Oh, wow. Kind of uh, let me. Yeah. Intro. Well, I thought you were gonna let me intro that, but I'm still excited. But okay, that's great. Let's... No, not really. Anyways, so let's move on. No, Shake that um, why did why did you think, uh, Gus? Why did you think it, Eddie was gonna let you do it? You know that kind of thing where sometimes you have a friend over and you go, you know, I, I my mom won't fight with me when my friends over. Things should be smooth sailing, and then she does anyway. I kind of feel like that right about now. So, oh, oh you okay. kind of feel like I'm your mom. <laughs> Drew, yes. So Drew's your is Drew your mom or am I? Are we both your mom? I think Drew uh, Drew would be like my stepmom, and Eddie would be like my stepmom's brother that comes by and lets me try cigarettes when I'm like 12. Oh. Okay. That sounds like am me. I a, am I a MILF, though? What'd you say? I would, without what? looking at you, just hearing your voice, it's very rich and ambery, so I would go ahead and qualify you as a MILF, technically speaking, yes. That's awesome. This is the best one minute of a podcast ever. First, you told me I'm popular and I'm a milk. This is awesome. <laughs> Don't let it go to we'd your like head. To, we'd like to welcome popular milf Drew Gooden to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, YouTube's most popular milf Drew Gooden. Did you guys see, uh, actually, the the episode, what was, Drew, were you episode two of the podcast? Uh, I think. No, I, I I think maybe like three or four because I was after Jake. I think Jake. Jake was Jake our first was... guest ever. He was our first episode. Okay. And we used to. Oh. We started out having only guests, so I think maybe oh, you were. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I thought you guys had like one, just the two of you first. But, um, yeah, no, I guess yeah. that was the second one then. We actually didn't. I think because we were trying to uh, be like more of a, a Rogan or an H three podcast before when we mm-hmm. started because we didn't know what we were. We didn't do a one with just us until maybe like three or four maybe five months into the podcast yeah um, it was a while yeah yeah and then people were like oh we've been waiting for these uh, and then we started doing them way more but i i don't know if yeah. you guys knew the second episode of the podcast with you drew has now crossed over a million views and it's our only million viewed podcast episode wow that's really cool uh, I, uh, so that's pretty I'm much proud it. Of that. <laughs> now we now we're just gonna uh, end this one, and this one will get a million mm-hmm. views too. Popular milf Drew Gooden, and thanks guys. Now if Tony right. didn't edit in the outro there, I'll be really disappointed. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Gus, here's my question. Yeah, what's your question? You've been in Wisconsin for uh, a week now, yep. right? Oh, How's yeah. it going? It is. Uh, I mean, I think it's going pretty, pretty well uh, for the most part, too. Again, it, this is it, it is so weird being back here in rural Wisconsin because it I, I had heard reports of it. But now that I've experienced it firsthand, it is an entirely different world in response to all of the things going on in the world right now. Like it, it, it's kind of frustrating to some extent. You know, nobody's really being too safe and there isn't a lot of love for more inclusive movements over here, not for my family, but around town. So that is very discouraging and it just feels Mm. 100% foreign to everything that has been going on, at least in our world in LA in the last three months. But otherwise, when I'm just at home kicking it with the family, making movies and stuff, I'm, I'm as happy as I've been in probably a year. 
Fuck yeah, dude. Um, well, I mean, one, I loved uh, the sketch you put out today, but also even just with that, because, I mean, people have heard us bitch about how L.A.'s been during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, not anything specific, but being in a populated area. I mean, Drew, you're in Orlando, but, like, mm-hmm. are, how have things been for you? Is it, like, can you do – do you have, like, maybe space to hang out outside or um, – So it's funny. Uh, when the When the quarantine started – we live in a very walkable area. So, mm. you know, way more people are out walking than normal um, around like 5 or 6 p.m. every day. Uh, d- just because it's like, well, we're inside all day. So right. now we have to go for a walk. Uh, but especially the past week or so, it's been pretty discouraging to walk through. Um, like we went out with our masks, walking down through the public area near where we live. And every restaurant was packed. No masks. People everywhere more crowded and we've lived here since you know before covid and everything right more crowded than we've ever seen it um because people are now responding to like oh we can do stuff uh we're we're all going to we're all gonna do stuff and yeah it seems like a good deal of people were just uh social distancing because they would get shamed not to and then mm-hmm. like after they saw people in the protest they're like oh no one's gonna yell at me fuck it then right. whatever yeah, I feel like it's the same way with masks where there was a while where like if you weren't wearing a mask, you people would probably give you like a weird look. You would feel like, oh, I, I should be doing what everyone else is doing. But now, at least here in Florida, uh, which is like a, a country on its in its own, basically, um, everyone is just sort of like the quarantine or the, the pandemic doesn't exist anymore. We're not wearing masks. And now I feel weird wearing a mask when I shouldn't. I should right. I should feel like I'm being more uh, whatever. But yeah. What are you going to do? Um, with that, uh, it's so weird to me to think that like while while there were uh, cases in the U.S., just to think back, because it felt, I'd say at the beginning, kind of like swine flu, you know, um, mm-hmm. that we were all at Disney World together like a, yeah. two weeks before quarantine. And it's just insane to me that it was like we were at conventions and airports and Disney World. And then immediately it was like, go indoors. Disney World is closed. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the final month before quarantine, I, I was in uh, Orlando's playlist in Disney World and went to Las Vegas and then, like, we're seeing friends <laughs> mm-hmm. from all over. And now it's, like, the most, like, populated things that I could possibly do. And it's, like, I probably won't be able to do those things for at least a year, you know? Yeah. I'm really yeah. glad that we all had a playlist and that, that Disney World day to hang out because we, you know, obviously VidCon is uh, scrapped now. We Would we be at mm. VidCon right now? I think we would be. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Today's the 14th. I think so. Yeah. That makes me so sad, actually. It would be like all the boys together and we're just yeah. know, in our homes on a Discord call. Fuck. That actually hit me on. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm glad we got that because, yeah, we we're missing out on it. I mean, I haven't, dude, I haven't seen Danny in like six months, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, also along with like my mom, which is a little bit more of a priority, <laughs> but but also yeah. Danny. Um, but yeah. uh, aside from from that uh, dumb bullshit, uh, Gus or not Gus? Sorry, I I don't give a shit about Gus. Drew, totally what have you been it. playing during quarantine? Oh, what have I been playing? Um, I've been playing a lot of 2K. Um, that's been my go-to because I just love watching the sweat. I just get really excited about all the sweat that they have. Right. Um, I've never seen a game feature as much sweat as uh, 2K. And then next year, is they seem to have promised even more sweat. So I'm really excited for that. 
Um, other than that, I've been playing Dying Light, uh, which you Ooh. told me to play a while ago, and I bought it when you told me to. Played it for like an hour, and I was like, "This is fun," and then I I gave up. Uh, but did recently, you play with? us for like an hour or did you play it by yourself no i played it by myself because okay. i think you told me to get it but you had already stopped playing it right um, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so i was like i'll try it uh and i liked it but i just didn't think anything of it then fast forward to whatever a few weeks ago my friends and i who used to play dead island uh back uh which is a far inferior game oh, yeah. we used to play that on the 360 <laughs> we it, it was it, it was like eight bucks or something and we were looking for something to play so we're like oh let's play that again and at first it was like oh this is fun we're reliving the nostalgia the the game is it there is more fun to be had playing that game with friends um because of the shittiness of the game mm-hmm. because of the glitches the bad mechanics like getting we would drive a car and just get it stuck in the weirdest place and then get another car to try to drive into it and get get it out and then they'd both be stuck and we would just laugh our ass off and it was so much fun and then we just got to the point where we're like wait this game sucks we need to stop playing it then we play dying light and immediately it's like why did we uh uh withhold this from ourselves it's yeah, so fun it's so good it's dying Light it's- for anybody uh hearing us talk about it if you're looking for a game to play with friends during quarantine it is just like i re- i think dying light even though it does have it was like kind of a cult classic and it did sell pretty well and people are excited for the second one I would say Dying Light was probably the most underrated game of that whole generation. Where you play it and you're like, how the fuck was this not more popular? Yeah, I definitely missed the boat on it. Um, But playing it with friends is just, it's so fun. I think it was at the end of the zombie trend where you guys remember they were Mm -hmm. actually using the term zombie fatigue for the genre. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was like by that point, everyone was just like, I don't want to fucking kill zombies again. But I think we're all maybe leaning back into it again. What season of The Walking Dead were we on already at that right. point? Like season oh, four, yeah. and now they're on season 20 or whatever. And it's like, yeah, there's definitely some... Everyone got really excited about zombies, and then a bunch of movies and shit came out. It's like, okay, that's enough. But then going back to it, oh my god, it's so fun. And there's so many little details in it. Um, last night I was playing, and I was just uh, swimming through the ocean trying to catch up to my friends. And I I had there was had like a jump scare moment, because there was like a dead human body in the ocean which is weird because like there's dead bodies everywhere, but they're all like mangled, they're zombies, they're right. whatever. It's weird to see like a dead like human woman. And uh, so I told them, I was like, guys, you gotta come see this. And they're like, what the hell? And then we realized I was right next to a cliff. And so we climb up to the top of the cliff and like all her stuff is at the top oh, of the cliff. Oh, man. And it's just like the, the story that is implied that she just like jumped off or whatever in, onto the rocks. And it's like that, but it's such a little detail. It's not part of the game. I just, I love shit like that, but discovering that and be like, guys, look at this. And I like, would assume, it's it so cool. I would assume too, like the, the way they probably meant for people to discover it would be, you see that stuff and then you look out mm-hmm. and see her. And so I just yeah. love the way you came across it. Cause it's just like, yeah, the fact I was like, "Why is this body here? I gotta investigate." Then you look. Yeah, oh, I so love just little so world cool. building shit like that. Like you're playing like Skyrim mm-hmm. or something, and you come across like a, a skeleton with a chest uh, full of like arrows, and he's reaching for a health potion. Just those little world building elements are so fun. I love that. Yeah, that and that's what sets apart the games that are like. 
um, that it's, they just spend a shit ton of time on. They, they work on all these little details. Because I, like I've been saying with Dying Light, the second one is coming out soon. But the first one came out five years ago. They could have easily pumped out a sequel by now. Mm. But they like I have so such high hopes for the sequel because of how much time they put into it. And you have to put that much time into it if you're going to have all these little details for people to discover. And I, shit like that that feels like you're going off the beaten path to find it. Like Red Dead 2 had a lot of stuff like that. Mm. Um like those things that just like it it creates the world and it's it's so fun. I love this. Drew, game. did you there put was a lot a of moment, time? Oh, oh, go for it, Eddie. Uh, I was just gonna say there was a moment in Red Dead Two that was like that, but then I was so disappointed with it, where it was kind of agreeing with like kind of uh, Jakey's problem with the game because everyone I, had the same. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was. I was on the property for like I don't know if it was. It was some kind of like plantation type area. And I had walked into one part of the woods and there was an outhouse with a a chain around it. And there was somebody like screaming inside of it. And I was like, oh, uh, what's going to happen if I shoot the chain? And then I I go check inside of it, shot the chain. Nothing happened. And then I'm like, oh, can I like dynamite it? And nothing happened. And there's that break broken moment where it's like, Uh. who do I have to go talk to to involve myself here? It would have been so goddamn cool if it like even if you can talk to somebody to go out there, you could just skip that by opening the outhouse yourself. That would be cool. Yeah, and a lot of games have stuff like that. Like, um, you can go start a mission, but maybe you already did what the mission is. So you talk to this person, they're like, hey, can you go find my friend? And you're like, oh, wait, hold on. I actually already did that. And so depending on whether you actually saw it or not, that the game changes. I hate that, like, hold your hand through mm-hmm. through everything type of thing. Yeah, did you put a lot of time into Red Dead, Drew? Because I I still have only, I played five hours as soon as I got my PS4 Pro, or PS, yeah, PS4 Pro. And then mm-hmm. I just didn't touch it and i i don't know why i'm not even trying to play it but i just don't want to dive in kind of i had a similar uh yeah similar to to uh, like jakey and, and and you guys like um i got really into it first i was like oh this is cool it's slow but like i'm digging the world i can tell there's a lot of detail here i played it for maybe 20 or 30 hours i don't know i got kind of into it and then i just i just sort of stopped playing one day and the thought of going back to it at a certain point became overwhelming because mm-hmm. of how many things I would have to relearn the mm-hmm. the language of the game you have to re-familiarize familiarize yourself with and I never finished it. Yep. So. Yeah. I, I talked about this with Eddie and I'm curious to hear what your opinion is, but like when you think about those giant, giant games where you, you can pour dozens, if not hundreds of hours into them and it isn't just a linear story, mm-hmm. like stuff like that, Breath of the Wild, Skyrim, when you revisit these games, do you, like, are you able to start over or like, cause me personally, I got the same Skyrim files for like five years and shit. Like if I go back to Breath of the Wild, I'm like, I can't start over. Like, I don't know why I have that inability, yeah. but what is what is your approach? I think it depends. For me, it's hard to go back to a, a loaded save file because then I'm like, what was I in the middle of doing? Same. What is my setup like? What combat am I, you know, with Skyrim... I mean, I've, I've replayed Skyrim so many different times. Mm-hmm. So, like, just randomly loading one, I'm like, I don't know what my choices were. I don't know. And it, I think it's the idea of replaying a game from the beginning sounds fun. But then I never make it as far as I think I'm going to. I'm like, oh, I'm going to start over and re-experience this. And then it's like, okay, well, I already did all this. What am I yeah. doing? Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I feel like I put so many roadblocks for myself where it's like I could go back and re-explore these games. Like, even taking a few years off and being like, I'm going to wipe the slate clean hit hit Skyrim mm-hmm. again something like that I just 
in the moment, I, I am such a, a hoarder in video games and stuff. Like, I got to be running against every edge of the wall, picking up every item. And then I'm like, yes. well, I in the long term, I'm, I'm creating this mental roadblock for myself where I'm like, if I just know I'm going to restart this game in a year, why should it matter for me to pick up this unique item right now? And it's like, that's... That's right. silly, but I, but at the same time, it's like, well, I want my my things to have a little bit more d- weight here. I don't know, just frustrating. Yeah. So you're the type to try to 100 percent uh, a game as you're going through, without a doubt. Like, if you, I've always been that way too. Like if I like some like li- there was a literal moment where in Dying Light last night there was like arrows pointing in the way, and it's like, well, if the arrows pointing that way, I got to see what's over here first. Yeah. Why would I go the way I know I'm supposed to if I there's something over here? Mm. Um, my thing is, I this is more of a newer thing. Like I hundred percent games or I have that mindset as I'm going and then I don't even finish the game. That's so that's like, it. With, and it's like, are you conscious yeah. of it too? Where you're like, why? I know I'm not going to finish this said. dumb shit, but I've got to go get that firefly pendant on my 10th yes. playthrough of the last of us right now. Exactly. That's, and it's sometimes it's tedious shit too, where it's like, I don't need it's collectibles. It doesn't affect the game yes. at all, but I'm going to go out of my way to find it with Spider-Man. I remember. So there are all these little things and I enjoyed exploration part that game, especially that is one of those games. It's like it rewards you for exploring, but I did so much exploring put I put off the story for as long as possible I was exploring like every rooftop a rooftop to find like the backpacks and stuff and I was like finding 30 out of 30 of whatever these collectible items are and I never finished the game I got like halfway through I maybe I just enjoy the the tedium of like uh going through a collection log more so than playing the actual yeah. game but that's I don't where know. I'm the opposite with it is like I don't really care about collectibles and I do finish the game <laughs> where it's just like yeah, a completely different playstyle. I think for me I know if I start caring about a collectible that I know doesn't get you any upgrade or doing anything, I'm like mm-hmm. I'm just going to it's just going to bother me that I don't have all of them. So it's just not even worth it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could yeah. just get over that hump because it would make, especially replays are the biggest thing where it like it, it becomes right. so mm-hmm. tedious because I, I am not as good at just floating around to a bunch of different games kind of passively. Like I, I like trying to dive in and being like, I am giving a shit about almost exclusively this world for at least like a couple weeks or something. But then it's like, if I have a, one of my favorite games of all time come around, it's like, well, I know I'm going to replay this a bunch. Like, Oh, I'm going to go back mm-hmm. and I'm going to play Bioshock infinite again and then it's like i know if i go over to that section of the map it's gonna take 10 minutes and i'm gonna pick up like a photograph that doesn't add to my gameplay experience and i don't need it why am i going to get that shit i i just it it wastes my own time more than anything right it's funny i so often i hear uh campaigns and games described by the number of hours it takes to complete them they'll throw out whatever it's like a 10 hour campaign or a, a tw- whatever and then i really i'm thinking back like when i played it's like i probably tripled that yeah because i'm not <laughs> in a hurry to finish i'm like oh, i gotta see what's over there mm-hmm. i'm like yeah i'm just doing too much i'm i spend like dying light half the time i'm just oh i gotta optimize my inventory gotta figure yeah. out what i don't need this gun this is taking up space mm-hmm. oh, i can make some med kits it's just shit that's i'm not even playing the game i'm just preparing for more game in the future. So, uh, yeah, no, oh, sorry. oh, no, no. I was going to shift a little bit. Go ahead. I was going to say the last thing, yeah, with survival games, that's the extra torture because even for me, it's like I'm always planning for moments and then when the moment actually comes, I'm not thinking about how I plan for it. I'm just using the guns. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, I'm replaying Resident Evil 4, which is probably the game I've replayed the most. I might be on my 12th playthrough, like full-on playthrough right now. And it's like, I... 
I know I'm going to finish the game with hundreds of valuable bullets that I could have just used, like, just pissed away in the wind, and I'm just hoarding them the whole game. And I'm like, why am I fucking doing this? Like, yeah. this is just pointless. I hoard consumables in games like crazy. Uh, I go out of my way to find more, and I'm like, oh, I'd... yeah, that's with Skyrim, I've always been that. I, I know Skyrim. It's, it's the same thing. Like, I've played it so many times. I know it. I know that I don't need this many whatever potions. Mm-hmm. I know that I should just use like a strength thing or whatever to make a fight easier. But I'm like, but maybe I could do it without it, and then I can save that for the future, and then I never fucking use it. Yeah. There's a there's a I saw a YouTube video about that. Um, I forget who it was. It was like why I never use consumables in games, and it was that kind of mindset of like you just want to save it for the right moment, and then you just ignore all of these moments where it could be the right moment if you just fucking use yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> But you finish the game with like a million extra things, all this extra ammo. It's like, man. And I'm trying to overcome that mental roadblock where it's like, I would rather just use it and then regret it than like hold on to it until the end of the game and be like, oh, I should have used that earlier. Like, that, why didn't I use that earlier when I could have made that fight easier? But yeah, yeah I it's don't, weird. I don't know. That. With that, then, like, our, I mean, it's like we can't help it. It's just the way our brains are programmed for those certain things. Yeah, it's so it's dumb when like, your brain is, when your brain is telling you like this is dumb, but you're you're gonna do it though. But yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Gus, did you have something separate you wanted to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Well, Drew, I was going to say, too, you know, you mentioned 2K before. Like, are you somebody that that kind of follows these annualized sporting franchises? Like, what are some ones you enjoy? So I, I have been writing and rewriting a million times a video I want to make about the decline of sports games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited about it, but it's something that's so important to me that I want to make sure it's right. And I don't want to like, if I have to have like a sponsored video in a month, like I don't want to be like, oh shit, I need to finish this video, whether it's actually done because I have a deadline. So I just keep putting it off and off and off. But I am very passionate about sports games. I played Madden my whole life. Uh, Madden 20 was the first one I didn't buy since 03. Every year, wow. I for 17 straight years, I bought Madden. I played it religiously. And then Madden 20, I was finally like, I'm tired of supporting EA. They lie to us every year. They're like, oh, this is going to be better. This is gonna, new thing is going to be in the game. Um, and then it never is. Or they just take like a feature and they rename it. It's like, oh, the new Frostbite engine. And you're like, oh, cool. So the game's going to look better. No, but the engine has a new name. And it's like, <laughs> well, then who fucking cares? <laughs> Um, or the in, the new graphics engine is only for the cutscenes in this story mode that you're not even going to play. It's not for the actual game. It's like, well, then I don't... Oh, great. The movie, the little movies in the game look better. But yeah. Um, and so I started playing 2K recently just because it's a better game. And um, But I'm, I'm following... I'm starting to get to the point where I think that... I think what sports games... What needs to happen with sports games is they need to stop releasing them every year. Um, because I think they get stuck in this dev cycle of like... First of all, one year is not enough time to make any significant changes to a game, especially with something like Madden. You're spending half of that time fixing the problems from the last game. So you're not even working on the next game. You release a game for $60 before it's ready. It's it's broken. There's all these new bugs. They take a game that's already bad and make it worse by adding new bugs into it because they didn't have enough time to play test them. Then they spend all this time fixing, patching it and fixing it. And then the same thing happens next year. And it's like there should be like one version of a basketball game per console or per generation is, yeah. is what I think. Mm-hmm. That get, or at least just release it when it's ready. Two or three years, whatever it takes. Um, do they it do... Just, it makes me... Sorry. Um, do they do the model like Call of Duty where, like, does 2K have three developers cycling through or is it just the same one every year? It's just one. Oh, Madden my is the same. God. It's, it's EA Sports. It's same. Yeah. There's no... So there's no... 
Yeah, and people people like we wonder like, oh, how come Madden 20 is the same as Madden 19 except they added one thing? It's like because they didn't have any fucking time to add anything. Why do we expect that the game would be better? At least with 2K, 2K has been a better game, so they're not adding a lot of like new things every year. But at least it's still a good game. It's just like disappointing, but it's but it's still annoying. It's like I'm spending sixty dollars for a roster update basically yeah. when there's there's nothing new. When and they make all their money from microtransactions anyway. They make way more money from the card packs that they sell in the game than the game itself. So there's no reason to even charge it sixty charge sixty dollars for it. Um, I don't know. It's something I'm extremely passionate about and has yeah. no effect on any real world problems. But I think that I no, that that's fucking cool. That's really cool. And it, dude, one thing I was specifically thinking about the other day, like in terms of sports games and stuff, is I remember when I was younger. Like I was never. I used I used to follow professional football. I think I was telling you in Florida. Like I, I used to follow it a lot mm-hmm. more heavily. Uh, you know, when I was coming out of elementary school to about the end of middle school, and then I just you know I fell off on it too. But when I was a kid, I, I would get my hands on any video games that I could, and and a lot of the times, you know, inevitably that was like sports games for the PC and stuff, and I was thinking like from a market perspective has has the I'm trying to think of how to say this has the amount of different like licenses and IPs and stuff just shrank over time so it's like you're kind of just hitting the heavy hitters like Madden and 2K and stuff like yeah. that yeah because like I was that's dude I found my CD collection from like you know the early 2000s and late 90s and stuff like that and I was pulling shit out there like Wheaties all-star baseball and here I yeah. literally yes. I have a disc in front of me right now that I, I just found in a closet that is called Al Unser Jr. Arcade Racing for Windows and like who the fuck is Al Unser Jr.? Like, could anyone just get yeah. a video game? Dude, dude there's shit right, like that. Like, what... the 2K games used to have it where you could fucking, uh, you could, like, become a professional football player and, like, buy furniture for your mansion and shit. It was awesome. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, the, to me, the peak of uh, football video games was like, was, like, 2005. Because there was uh, there was 2K, 2K was still allowed to make football games, and theirs was better than Madden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was also like NFL Game Day was another one. It, the, the point was there, there was multiple options. And then in 2005, the NFL and EA came to an exclusive agreement. So okay, now only Madden. Madden is the only football game now. And even though and so Madden was good at the time, but there was no competition from that point on for the next 15 years. Uh, it was a 15-year agreement. No company. It's like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? God damn. When you say EA Sports, you get this game every year. It's the only football game. If people want to play a football game, they have to buy it. It's like, why do they have any incentive to make it good? Right. And even though people have been complaining, you can look at like the Metacritic scores. You can search. If, go on YouTube and search Madden Bad. There are hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of videos. Um, and they, even though all of that, they don't care... The NFL just re-signed again with EA for another five years oh, of exclus- oh exclusivity. And it's just, that's, the consumer just gets fucked. And that's why it's so frustrating. It's like, oh, of course Madden is bad. Because no matter what they do, people are still going to buy it. I, I was that way where I bought it every year. And now I'm finally, I'm like, no, I'm I'm just not going to buy it anymore. Well, the game makes me mad. Especially mm-hmm. It makes of, me more mad than happy. I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah. yeah, with microtransactions now, they can afford people giving up on the series. Because then if they keep, mm-hmm. say, 10%, but they spend like 50 times more on microtransactions, you still yeah. make more money. So they can be yeah, like, as long as we have a hold on gambling addiction of a small group, <laughs> we'll still make the same amount of money with low effort. 
Yeah, as long as we have this weird form of legalized gambling that children can take part in, um, then we know that we're we're set. Where and you have YouTubers that sort of perpetuate the cycle too, where they have all these videos of like opening card packs yep. and they spend hundreds of dollars until they finally get the cool card that they're looking for. And then kids watch and they're like, "Oh, I want the cool card, so I'm going to go spend money." And they don't get it because it's a roll of a dice, and the dice is rigged in favor of the game. So it's it's. Yeah, it makes me mad. Why? Uh... But back when, back on like, like you were saying, Gus, so like back in like the, the old days, there were so many just random ass sports games. Like the backyard, all the backyard games were great. Backyard football, backyard baseball. I love Dude, NFL games. Street fucking slapped too. That shit was fun. NFL Street was yeah. incredible. That was so fun. You can go back and play that now on the PS2 and it, it holds up. It's still just like a fun game. Um, and that's what's crazy about Madden too is like there are games that you can go and play on the PS2 or the 360 and like, they play better than Madden does. Obviously, they don't look as good, but like they're they just have a fluidity to them, or something that's fun about the gameplay that is more fun to play than a game that came out now. It's it's so frustrating. It's insane. Um, Why? And then what was another one for baseball? Even there was one. Did you ever play MLB Slugfest? Oh no, I didn't yeah, do that one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So you could put in like these cheat codes or whatever, um, and like you could have like the guy, all their heads would be on fire. You hit the the. If the pitcher hit the batter, then he could, like, charge the, the pitcher and beat him up. And it was, like, shit like that. It's, like, they were so creative, I feel like, with sports games. And, and now it's just, like, you can play Madden or 2K or FIFA, and they all suck, and that's all you get. God, that is a huge fucking bummer. Why, Why? by the way, and, and if, if any of this shit is just too revealing for what we're going to inevitably see in your, in your video anyway, like, you don't have to answer stuff. But why the fuck did John Madden's name get attached so early? Was he just, like, ahead of, like, the curve and being, like, maybe I should kind of go in? on the naming scheme shit for this like football video game mm. stuff like why is why is he the like the name of the biggest football franchise I don't know. Stuff now? well i would assume uh, that he invested in making the original ones because i think when did man start like 96 or something 80, like that 80 i think 85 oh holy 85? shit, okay. holy that shit. i didn't know Am that I, at all okay hold on hold on i um <laughs> okay hold on i'm realizing maybe that's totally wrong maybe it was like 90 First Madden game, okay, 1990. Okay. I don't know why I thought 85. Still, that's the middle ground between those two. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. he invested in that probably, and I would guess that John Madden had such a pull with the NFL that that's why that deal was made because it's like mm-hmm. no matter which one's the better game, he was still like, you know, around at the time, like during in like 2005 where he could totally just be like, I'm sure he was just like friends with everybody at the NFL. Of course, mm. and I think that his ultimately his namesake contributed to the NFL's decision to like okay which which developer are we going to get married to? Well, obviously the the one with John Madden's name on it, and they don't. And it sucks too with these decisions where you have probably a room full of five like old white guys who don't know anything about video games, and they're just looking at some graphs like, well, see, last year we scammed this many people and got this much money from microtransactions. And so the old white guy's like, cool, yeah, well, this lock, let's, more Madden, more Madden for everyone who cares Mm -hmm. what the consumers are actually saying. Uh, It's That is the depressing reality of sports games where you have just a handful of -of out-of-touch people making decisions that screw over millions of consumers that really is frustrating and then they have where, the fucking oh sorry we're like they don't have how hard would it be to like kind of roll the dice on something bring in a new guy bring in a couple mm-hmm. more just a, a few people that are more like kind of internet savvy that are li- listening specifically to some of these threads and stuff i i don't know yeah. this is frustrating what i don't understand and, and, is they have the and, nerve at like e3 to then come out 
And it's everyone's least favorite part of every gaming conference when they mm-hmm. start talking about fucking FIFA. <laughs> and it's like people yeah. people care about FIFA, but FIFA fans don't need some guy in a suit to come out and say what's new about the just fucking put yeah. it out in a release. They know it's going to be the same game next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Madden to me is made by people who have a background in marketing and not video games or sports. Uh that's why one of the reasons I like 2K better is just there are things in the game that it's like, okay, at least the people who are making this have seen a basketball game before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Madden, it's just like the features that they get that they try to get us excited about are like, if you've ever cared about football in your life, you wouldn't give a shit about that. Why is that? You're like, oh, we're bringing the Pro Bowl back this year. No one watches the Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl used to be in the game until you took it out for no reason, and they re-release it as a new feature. It's like, fuck you. I remember when it was in the game for 15 years. (laughs) The feature is something stupid that some people are asking for, and then instead of calling it Pro Bowl, for some reason it's called, like, ultimate game or some <laughs> yeah. shit like that yeah it's like, why did you do this it always seems um, for yeah. even somebody that like is not like i don't i do not follow that those series at all but it seems like when i do see them mm-hmm. mentioned a large push is just like look how much prettier it looks this year and like i don't yeah, that's all i is. don't care like about that like i, I already know going it into better it better be fucking pretty. yeah and it's like yeah. i already know going into it <laughs> i'm like this is going to not be a very good looking video game relative to anything that's out it's like that's not gonna sell mm-hmm. me a fucking copy of madden is like look at the sheen on the helmets the glistening on the grass like i don't care yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter at all um uh one thing is uh, i think that's originally why you said the the sweaty thing drew too is yeah they'll always <laughs> with 2k make the player really sweaty when they announce it and then like it makes the graphics look better and people will compare like, oh, look how much better it looks with sweaty player compared to dry player last year. Yeah. And if you just yeah. show the sweaty picture from last year, it's the same goddamn game again. Uh, right. Just with more sweat. Yeah. And Madden, uh, they're very aware of that, too. So Madden is at a, po- at a point where like you click on like a player in franchise mode or whatever, and it just shows him standing in the locker room, full uniform, covered in sweat because it looks better to have sweat on. But it's like. Why is he sweating if he's just standing there? He's not playing the game. It's so and dumb, also, it's man. like, look how good this close-up sweat looks. Now, back to the game where the camera resides about 75 feet above that. You yeah. never can see that. <laughs> can't even see the sweat. Yeah. Who cares? Also, one thing that I hate that they took out of Madden games, which was my favorite as a kid, is being able to run off of the field and just through the wall of the stadium you remember where you could just dip in and out of the wall all the time (laughs) yeah and then i remember they added a border and it's like come on guys i love doing this shit for a funny replay if you were to go through the past like 20 maddens you and wanted to pick and choose like the best features uh, or the best version of any particular feature from whatever game it was it wouldn't be any of the recent ones it'd be like maybe the best this is from 07 and then the best this is from uh, you know 08 there was one point where um after you scored a touchdown, you could still control your player for a little bit, and you could run to a certain part of the end zone and do a different celebration, or just run in circles or dive and do whatever. Just like a fun thing to like, oh, I scored a touchdown and I can still control the guy. But now it's now it's like you you can do a celebration after a touchdown, but it's like you hit a button and then they just show you an animation of uh. it, and it's like it's more like it was fun when I could control it, and I don't understand. Maybe this looks better, but no one. You know, it doesn't matter how it looks if it doesn't play good. If it's not fun to, to actually play, yeah, yeah, they don't give a it's shit. A big fucking bummer. Um, so fuck EA. Uh, Gus, fuck EA. Do you want to get into and we'll check it out? Some Drew Guntas today. That's Drew <laughs> yes. questions in Spanish. Why didn't Why didn't you call him Pray Druntas? 
That was so. I'm sorry. That's so much better. I, I'll retire. That's okay. I'm just pray Gunters. <laughs> uh, first, a word from our sponsor, Al Unser Jr. Arcade Racing. Uh, all right. At uh, follow us on Twitter, everybody. At Eddie Burback. At Gus Buckets. And are you at Drew is Gooden? Most certainly. Am. Ooh, that's a good. That's a good little username, guy. Let's just stick with it. Let's stick with it. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I will. Thank you. All right. So into our preguntas, that's uh, English-speaking viewers, that's, that's questions. Uh, here's a question from Ethan Moore. says, disagreement. In quarantine, I got my dad into Breath of the Wild. He plays it all the time, even in the bathroom. This is our family-shared Switch. I think that this is gross, but he does not see the problem here. <laughs> Who is right? It's your family oh, Switch. That's and your dad is... Your dad is taking his shit and getting his shit fingers all over. His- oh my god! Oh no! Who is right? I'm well- conflicted. What's that good? Because I- I'm conflicted because uh, from you know high for hygiene reasons, obviously it's it's gross. Um, I hope you know I maybe you can just get a Lysol wipe, wipe that baby down every time. Um, but I also, but on the other hand, it's like if if my dad got really into Breath of the Wild, one of my favorite games. I would be willing to let it slide just because I think that'd be such a cool bonding True, thing to, yeah. to talk about the game and get to like have shared experiences. But uh, yeah, wipe that shit down. What if, but um, Drew, what if he only played it in the bathroom? So that was like a full <laughs> compromise. And he played, we're assuming like hundreds of oh, hours. Oh, well, he's going to, he's uh, going getting all 999 Korok seeds. So yeah. Of, of course. So he's ordering he's, triple the meals, so he has to poop more. So he's <laughs> he's poop the Your dad, dad he's, gets a crippling he's scarfing down case. food in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's playing with one hand, eating with the other. So as as long as he's constantly eating, poop is constantly coming out. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I would say, yeah, um, with this disagreement, like you said, Drew. It's like, yeah, you're right, but I wouldn't correct my dad because that's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did your parents give that's... a shit about like your video game stuff when you were growing up, Drew? Did they ever come in and say like, "What's going on? What are you doing? What's happening here?" Um, a little bit. Uh, with Madden and sports games in general, like my dad is also a sports fan, so we could talk about that. Um, and he would play with we'd play with each other every once in a while, go against each other. He would always beat me, even though he would never play the game, and I would play it all the mm-hmm. time. He would come in and whoop my ass, and it's like, God damn it, how are you better at this? <laughs> you don't even practice like yeah. I do. Um, but with other games, it was like it, I had similar experiences to a lot of people, where it's like you start playing online games, and you have to explain to your mom that you can't just pause it; you have to finish the game first. Uh, or with like Kingdom Hearts, I have to get to a save point. I can't save right now. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the introduction of of parents, my parents being like, "This shit sucks." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss when they could just pause a game or do whatever and just get off, or I could go in there and turn it off while they're playing, and it wouldn't. Oh matter. yeah, dude, I remember it was uh, my dad actually it, like in the moment apologized to me for it. I was like eleven, and I was playing a zombies game with three other friends, and he told me to take out the trash. And I didn't he I didn't realize he didn't know how zombies worked. And so he yeah. got kind of mad at me and thought I wasn't listening to him. And he we were breaking our zombies round record and he yeah. turned the Xbox off. <laughs> and oh, I straight no. up, which I would never do at like eleven or twelve, was just kinda like, Do you know what you did? And like he like immediately was like, uh, you could see in his eyes like Holy shit, I didn't realize. (laughs) And I was like, I have to go to all of my friends and explain to why I just like ruined the record for us. 
Um, And yeah, he apologized. It was one of those moments where it's like, I wouldn't, I don't blame him for not knowing how much zombies matters to a 12 year old, you know, like, yeah, but goddamn that moment. I think that's a heartbreaker. Do you remember similar uh, thing of parents not knowing the, the weird intricacies of video games was, do you remember with the Xbox 360, if you moved the Xbox while a game was playing, it would just destroy the game? Mm-hmm. I did that, that to the uh, one of the, the we got uh, Kung Fu Panda and Lego Indiana Jones Xbox bundle, and Tony mm-hmm. loved Indiana Jones, and I didn't know, and I moved the Xbox and destroyed it within one week of having it. So, yes. Yeah, that's one of those lessons you had to learn the hard way. There was no, like, um, but I think my mom did that once. She came in, and it was, like, on its side, or I was standing up, so she set it down while something was playing, and I was like, no, no, mom! <laughs> and then, it, and sure enough, I got the unable to read disc, oh. the saddest thing to did see. Did it just it, scratch it, 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 or what What did it do? It's... It's, so the yeah. the game was spinning in there and it wasn't like locked down very well. There was too much freedom of movement, mm-hmm. I guess. So if you moved it, it would just get this giant ass scratch ring right in the middle. And you could see it. You took the game out and it was like, uh, like I remember like GameStop would, they wouldn't even take it. It's like they would, that's the first thing they'd look at. Yeah, I'm not taking this game back. There's a giant fucking ring on it. I know what happened and I know why you're trying to sell it. Damn. The worst thing um, too is it made just this awful noise when it happens to just this yeah. fuck like you know when you it know. happens that the game is broken without a doubt it's just this this like deep like printer whirring noise and you're like mm-hmm. that game is it's, just gone yeah it's like a 15 second period of just your heart singing to your stomach where you hear the noise you're like clenching your whole body because you're like no 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 and then you're watching the game is it gonna and then the game freezes and then you get the unable to read disc and it's just this it's like getting beat up by your xbox it's so it's so sad yeah and i at the time too even with that indiana jones one i had no money and so we just never got that game tony hasn't played it since it just like ruined the game Yeah, oh, man. I remember. Um, uh, guess you another, yeah, <laughs> just real, I didn't have one of those game wrecker things, but but in terms of like my parents fucking stuff up was, uh, I remember we got a Wii. I think like early high school stuff, and uh, I I was playing old GameCube games on there, and. I didn't have a GameCube memory card yet, and one of the first games I'd played was Super Mario Sunshine. So we had placed an order for a GameCube memory card, and I knew that the game was coming, or like the card was coming in like a week, but I wanted to play Super Mario Sunshine so bad that I just left the Wii on for like a week straight in our family TV room. And we have a, a light switch in here that directly shuts off all of the power to like the outlets. And I, every uh-huh. day, multiple times a day, I went and I told everyone, I was like, nobody shut off this light switch. I have like 30 shine sprites into to super Mario sunshine. Like I will, it, like the whole game will be wrecked. Like, please, please, yeah. please. And it was on like one of the last days my mom came in. Cause like, I didn't empty the dishwasher or something. She just goes, Hey, and hit the switch. She's like, do that right now. Like, no! Oh, no. It's like, I worked for a week for do this. You know what you... Yeah. Dude, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before too, and I will say it also is not Tony's fault for this one. It just happens to be it, it where... Um, I love Rock Band 2 so, so much. I love playing it. And uh, so one of... And here here's the fucking bingo card for some of you guys. One of my friends, Zach, uh, we love playing Rock Band together. And Tony's just like... Doesn't really like he likes it for a little bit, but doesn't like it playing it for a long time. And there's once you get toward the end of the Rock Band 2 campaign, there is a set list that is like 86 songs long. And you have the challenge is you have to play it through 
and you can't yeah. uh, exit out or like continue the progress. Oh no! Already. So what happened was Zach was at my house all day, and we were playing through it uh, with two instruments. And Zach had to go home for dinner. And I was like, hey, Tony, can you do a couple of songs with me? Just keep this going. And Tony did a couple. And then he didn't want to do any more. Rightfully so. This is not his fault. But I was very bitter because we were like in eighth grade. <laughs> um, and then uh, so Tony doesn't want to play anymore. And so I wait for Zach to come over that night. And I didn't realize that the settings on our Xbox were set to shut off if it was left on idle for like six hours. So we came no, back downstairs no. and the Xbox was off and there was just that like booting up the game of like, well, maybe it saved our progress <laughs> and it did no. not. This is the Xbox 360. So it was just like, yeah, I was we had, I think we were probably 54 songs through and think of just like the length of a song. Oh how much God. time? Oh, yeah, I was trying to do the math on that. What is that like? seven or eight hours yeah today. it was like we were doing a marathon and then like my legs disappeared in the middle of it like <laughs> it was oh, fucking it was awful man and i i will say unfairly i was upset at tony and reminded him for years but that's not his fault he just didn't want to play <laughs> yeah that's fair all right i got another one for you at 277 cq says your death is based off of your last google search how did you die it's like a Facebook right Quizlet it's question uh, here. Yeah, I searched f- first Madden game <laughs> earlier in our conversation. So um, I'm looking for... <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? I can only briefly play it so we don't get claimed. <laughs> but this is my last Google search. Let me boot it up real quick. Oh. <laughs> why what, did you oh search like God. benny hill theme song or what yeah because i i added a stream deck button to my stream where if somebody's running from someone in gunfight or war zone i'm gonna start playing the benny that's hill theme. Good. that's a good one but uh yeah so i don't know how my death is based on that i guess maybe a killer is chasing me through the house and that's the music how, yeah. how humiliating whatever it is it's a funny ass death <laughs> all right let me find mine here i can't believe that that was because the only i was checking my history and other ones were like uh twitter links from like memes friends sent me but that was the last search was the, the video theme how do i find so this? the it's the last like song we searched for or what that, was it it's question just the last then? google search so i had searched okay. on google the benny hill theme and so that uh, was well. Mine is uh, depressingly uh, literal. Where one of the last things I searched was like, "What's a normal heart rate?" <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> so, I, uh, it's a pretty straightforward way to die. Yeah. <laughs> Either he Google searched before a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yeah. Um. Oh, God. My, oh. <laughs> mine was Jaden Smith face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> you're so shocked that then you have a heart attack yeah oh i went to his twitter because yeah. i i don't follow him but his avi had like a bunch of face tats i was like does he actually have face tattoos and i guess that was a pretend pick so i don't know how i'm gonna die from that but fill in the blanks well he could be giving you a face tattoo and then he just it just goes awry that's true and his, suddenly you're dead or he kills you with his karate kid skills and you the his face tattoo <laughs> is the last thing that you see <laughs> But what about his... He kills you, 
and then gets a tattoo of your dead body on his face. Humiliating. And then the he whole makes... body just like on the ground. <laughs> and then he makes After yeah. Earth 2 and they don't blur out the tat. So your dead body face tat is in After Earth 2. Oh, man. The dream is to star in After Earth 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I got one here for I don't you. Even... I was just real quick going to say like that was such a bad one where I remember uh, – being slightly older than Jaden, I think he's like a couple years younger than all of us. Um, and watching After Earth and being like, Will Smith is carrying this movie, and it's like he's a a child, and yeah. he, Will Smith had years and years of acting experience. And I'm getting mad at Jaden for not like crushing it <laughs> with all the pressure in the world on him. I uh, you yeah. couldn't pay me enough money to be in in any celebrity kid situation like that you know like yeah. just just even a really well adjusted healthy family and stuff it's like i would not want that so my goal is to There's... to get as unfamous as possible so i can give my kid a good good life the healthy healthiest yeah. one i think i've seen is ben stiller that seems like a nice that seemed like a good group for their family i don't even oh yeah totally oh him being the son of jerry stiller yeah and also his... his mom uh they were like a comedy duo Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know my Stiller history very well. <laughs> yeah, you know. I I'd say brush up I, on uh, st- the Stiller's A History in one of, in the sorry, Hogwarts I, Library. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to do my re- my Stiller research before coming on the Gus and think, Um I think the, uh, one of the dilemmas of human existence for everybody is uh, obviously you want to be rich. You want to have as much money as possible. You want to set yourself up for the future. But you also don't want to have rich children. Right. Uh, yep. Because rich kids are the worst. So it's like, do I, you know, what what do I do? Do I want snobby ass kids and a nice house? Or do I just burn all my money and just tell my kid, you are you got to really toughen up. And then he turns out really well adjusted. And, you know, it's like, what, what's I better? think the best thing that you can do still and for any person who becomes wealthy is still get a a moderate, like kind of nice house and have nice things. But I really don't. I don't see why anyone would need a mansion ever. You know mm. what I mean? And it's like that, yeah. that I think if you live in a giant home, your kid just will think, and I don't even blame them. will think they're better than people in small houses. Cause you just have a better one. <laughs> yeah. I think where it really becomes ridiculous. Uh, Cause I like to look at a uh, man and I look, I mean, we're trying to buy a home eventually, but we also just for a long time, we, I like, and when I'm bored, I'll go on Zillow or whatever and just see like, how much homes are going for where, you know, and what, what kind of whatever. Um, and when a house has two kitchens, that's when it's like, oh, what the fuck are we even doing yeah, here? Yeah. Um, it's like, what do you even need? Or, or like more than five bathrooms, which even like more than two for me would be like, I don't need more than two, you know, I need one upstairs, one downstairs, but then like, the, like it'll be like a five bedroom, seven bath house. And it's like, what is the, where's the math on yeah. this? Is yeah. there another bathroom outside? What is going on? Here? Also, you ever have those friends in high school or maybe college that are like, were clearly very wealthy and they'll be like, we weren't rich. We just like, you know, and they'll say the thing and you're like, you saying what you think isn't rich is so wealthy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we weren't rich. We just had a pool in the front yard and the backyard. And, it's like- <laughs> and the thing is, too, like I know there that was a, a discussion that happened where uh, on Twitter before, where where I had just said that my family wasn't rich. We were very just middle class, and somebody mm-hmm. was like angry at me, like, "No, you said you were poor, and you're not poor." And I was like, "Oh, actually, I didn't say I was poor." 
And then they were just like in this competition with me where it's like, you had a basement with tile on the floor. So, and it's just like, I did. So it's yeah, like, I get crunching the numbers, trying to figure out how much like, yeah. And so I get for, for everybody. Like the thing is, it's like to, to people who are like in extreme poverty, people who are lower middle class look rich too. But then there's the people who are like, they don't understand that they are wealthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's a level there yeah. where it's like, that's wealth. What you had, like if I can look at your, um, if, if both of your parents' cars are more expensive than somebody's house, that's wealth, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, you got another pregunta, Gus? You're damn right I do. This one comes from at Aesthetically MB, and they ask, Hey, I've been thinking about this for days, but can Spider-Man testify in court? Because since Spider-Man doesn't have, like, an identity that people know, is it possible for him to testify? How does he get subpoenaed? I don't think he can testify in court. I think the whole thing is he's a mass vigilante, so technically he's breaking the law all the time. That would really bog down Spider-Man as an idea if he had to, like, go (laughs) through the legal system to be, like, a witness and stuff every time he, like, saved a mugging or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, especially with the internet and the real world, you think now, like, no matter how flawless any hero would be if they existed in the real world, everyone would fucking hate them, man. Oh, God, yeah. Who are you to fucking beat the shit out of a criminal? It's like, where, where did they grow up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or it's what, like, what are the circumstances that led them to cry? Yeah, or in Spider-Man's case, it's like, I have this life-saving, web-slinging technology. I'm not going to share it with anybody. It's like, all right, yeah. prick. Ma- yeah. Even get five more buddies that you trust or something here. <laughs> anyway. Um, at Hippoportimus uh, said, hey, I've had a lot of arguments about the word sleepy being a dumb word i think it's the same as saying i'm eaty instead of i'm hungry and you should just say tired <laughs> thoughts what what that's so fucking stupid. i don't get the analogy the word if you're looking for one the it's you're hungry it's just a different there is an e for eating <laughs> yeah. you just like i get yeah. they're trying to say you take the word but it's like with that one that works it works with <laughs> oh man that's so stupid anyway at g bill smith said what tv show should have had another season true i'm interested that's with your question. sitcom ones what you th- your immediate thought might be mm-hmm. um Probably The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I got to think about that. Because I don't know. A lot of shows that were really good, you don't think that they need another one. But I guess one that's canceled, maybe? I can think of a, yeah. a lot of shows where, personally, I would have liked one fewer season, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good deal. Yeah, of I those. think that's a... That's a catch twenty two, I guess, because like, and I even have mentioned this in in videos before, where it's like, they, obviously, like if a show seems perfect, like Avatar: Last Airbender, to me is a perfect show. You, the desire is to be like, oh, they could have put in one more season, but that's because that's because you want to see more, mm. but that doesn't necessarily mean. Um, so maybe not a. It wouldn't be a story based show like that. It would be something like. Um, I'm just going to use The Office as an example of one that can kind of just. It's more of a sitcom. They can do a million different things. It doesn't matter. There's not like one. Uh, beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, um, I would have. But liked, there were plenty oh, of office sorry. seasons, so that's not my that's not my example. Um, but something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have liked. I think Community with Dan Harmon could have done really well with a season four, 
but like yeah. you know everything got ruined so mm-hmm. Because then by season five, it's just like, I don't know what I'm watching anymore. It got fucked up in the last one. I feel like there's a lot of shows that I like that 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 had too many seasons, more so than one where it's like, oh, they just needed one more. Mm. But maybe something will come to me. I just can't think of anything. I've always said, too, and I'm not trying to be a bandwagoner at all, too, but I I was so disappointed in the final season of Parks and Recreation. Like, I, I, I... I, I enjoyed like the finale to some extent, even though part of me was kind of like I do. I kind of do like the model of leaving these characters somewhat preserved in time, or at least within a few years. You know, like maybe jump ahead a little bit. But it's like it, it was wholesome to see the rest of like people's lives and stuff like that. But part of me is like I, I don't know. I kind of want these characters to be a little bit more static in this, this and kind of be representative of this time. But also, just to me, the last season was like it was evident that a lot of the big players just weren't there they were off doing other projects and just knowing that like that that was behind a lot of the creative approach to it was kind of mm-hmm. frustrating frustrating and it, we really did leave season yeah. six with that perfect kind of like the festival all came together it's kind of a callback with the music and stuff like that seems like such a sweet note to end on and then it's like hey season seven fuck it Leslie hates Ron and everybody's gone and it's in the future and they have triplets and everyone's using holographic iPads. And I was like, I didn't need all this stuff. Like you had a good formula. Just do one more lap, you know? Yeah. I think it's, it's almost a little bit more tragic when there's one season too many than when you feel like there's one, not enough, Uh just because like there is something kind of nice about, uh, just wondering what could have been when something is hypothetical, whatever the hypothetical fourth season of Arrested Development, you know, for an exit, for example, like I know they eventually did, but like, let's say they did it at the time um, that will always be better in your head than what they could yeah. have done. So it's almost kind of nice to be like, to just be like, well, maybe they could have done this and it would have been perfect and beautiful, but it was already good the way it was mm-hmm. and they didn't need to fuck with it. Yeah. So, I, I, don't know. I think one big mistake that a, a lot of people with TV shows make is I realize, and it's not really a mistake I blame them for is that a bunch of people always ask, they always beg to to find out, even when a show's over, they ask the creator, like, where did my fa- favorite characters end up? And I know, <clears throat> like, a lot of people want to know that, but I think to a degree, most shows that ended in a good way let the character have personal growth and become the person they were supposed to be. And like you said, yeah. Drew, it's just much nicer to just fill in the blanks in your head now that you know that yeah. that character is on the path they should be on mm-hmm. rather than right. jumping to the end of the path and going like, here it is. This is it yeah. right here. Like nobody really, For, it's, it's almost like seeing the end of your life, you know, like yeah, you don't want to see like, that. Yeah. Yeah, like exactly. That's that's a good way of putting it. it. Just as long as it feels buttoned up in the way that they are sending them down the right path or or whatever path feels good for their character, then you can yeah you can fill in the blanks. So I think that's that's how that should be. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess no TV shows. <laughs> yeah, I guess TV's fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, really important biting question here at Dustin G two two nine nine. What would hurt worse, falling down an escalator going up or one going down? Um, I don't know. Would the speed going down be enough to really make a difference? Well, I I think speed is not as much of a factor in that situation as pinch factor. You get to the bottom, maybe you clonked your old noggin on the way down, and your little fingies get pinched going underneath that little like extruding but those are made to not pinch right yeah but if you're laying down on the thing like something's got to pinch you know (laughs) (laughs) my favorite jack nicholson film by the way um (laughs) 
I would, but then it's like if it's going I, up, you have a prolonged fall theoretically. But it's it, I don't. The thing is, that's like sounds more cartoony. I feel like you just still fall straight to the bottom. Not, you know what I mean? <laughs> you have not seen me fall any. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that the elevator or the escalator is going up fast enough, and you're falling slow enough that you're just falling in in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah. Just, so I would go with that just out of sheer comic value. Well, you remember that fucking mindset. video of that dude that's like sprinting down the escalator and the people edited like the sonic rings on him. Like he just fucking <laughs> slams into people. Oh, my so God. So I just think yeah. there's a momentum to going down that whatever you're hitting at the bottom, you're going to hit hard. Um, yeah. And I don't know what really the difference of up or down would really make, but I feel like maybe I'd rather some resistance than just like speeding you down this death trap. <laughs> you know what? What yeah. I, I I wonder about that because I've seen that video specifically where it's like that guy is the clear asshole in that situation too. You know, like he's trying to run down the the down elevator and then just fucking barrels into people. And I I think about like stuff like that and it's like that guy is obviously an asshole in that situation. What if that's the only asshole thing he did? I doubt it based on, you know, the conviction that he went into that. But what if it's like one of the only just fucking prick things he did and it's on film and now for the rest of his life it's like fuck that guy that ran down the the bad escalator. What if he was shitting his pants literally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right well that's just a a life lesson like just make sure you never fuck up even once that is a good point yeah so just because that's how i think that's how children in their uh twitter communities treat it is if you made a mistake at (laughs) one point in your life you can never grow Mm -hmm. it's important to Um, hold that standard thank you it's it's important that we make sure that anybody who makes a mistake is branded as awful for the rest of their lives and that's how you make sure people are good is you make people yeah. who do bad things feel shunned and resentful. That's how it works. That is a good idea. Keeps them accountable. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Got one final one here. We touched on this a little bit earlier, too. Uh, so if we're retreading too much, then fucking end it already. At Super Koopa said, what is the best bad game? The best bad game. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Well, the thing is, I've had fun watching people play bad games Mm -hmm. but i don't know if there's one that i've super enjoyed like there's some series that like funhouse has done when uh even like some now and someone they were doing inside gaming that they made hilarious with it but i don't know is there one for you guys with your group of friends that you really like that's just like dog shit um yeah i i have a similar experience where there's like a a quote-unquote bad game and it's like the idea of it is funny but playing it sucks Mm -hmm. um because it's a bad game like dead island was like that where it's like the things that are shitty about it are funny at first and we can enjoy them together but eventually it's just frustrating because we're trying to also progress in the game um i think of games like maybe like goat simulator where it's like oh the idea is funny it is a purposely dumb game but it's not really fun to Mm -hmm. play um i think one for me uh that i played recently uh that i will just classify as a bad game even though maybe it is a good game actually um did you guys hear that thunder? It's yeah, that crazy. was loud. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's okay. Um, what's I got? It's called. It was on like the Xbox Arcade or something. It's like okay, Supermarket Shriek is what it's called. What the hell is that? And so it's it's like okay, so you're there's two characters on a shopping cart. It's very cartoony. It's an arcade style game and. 
they're screaming loud enough that that it the momentum of that is what propels them forward. Basically, you hit right trigger to scream on the left side and turn. It's almost like think of it like rowing a a boat or whatever, and the right side is your paddle. It's kind of uh-huh. like that, mm. but instead of that, you're shrieking to get through a supermarket and in a certain amount of time. But what's fun about it, or what's insane about it, is that when you are playing a co-op. One of you controls the left side, and one of you controls the right. Oh, I like um, that. And it is so it. We were the dis- first. The discovery of that mechanic. I thought we would like each have our own. No, I'm on the left, you're on the right. And then having to coordinate that while being, we were pretty intoxicated <laughs> too. And it was just we were laughing our ass off, uh, my friend Cody and I. And it was just. Uh, yeah, but it's like an objectively bad game. It's just a dumb game. But that was so fun. Um, and it, I think it's free on Xbox if you're like Game Pass if anyone's that. looking yeah. for a... There's some of those, yeah, where there's like a fun mechanic. And yeah, the game might be dumb, but it's like really endearing. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I really appreciate those games because like with that, Drew, it's like, I'm sure there are. But have you played a co-op game like that since, you know? No. And so it's like you got that. It's like that might just be a good game then, you know, because like you got yeah. that experience, even though it was probably low budget and not like great altogether. But still, like it gave you an experience right. that you couldn't have anywhere Get else. Get fucked, Drew. God. Yeah. <laughs> what? Fuck. I, I think I think for myself, the worst kind of game is one that like isn't you can't outwardly just be like, Oh, this game is so like easily just fucked and broken, but it's one that like tries hard and, and still goes to a lot of dis like goes a great distance. And then just is still really disappointing. And I think my choice is it's one I've spoken about before, but the PC game, Jurassic park trespasser is like, it's, it's innovative as fuck in so many ways, but it is just so blatantly broken and bad and disappointing where I have had such fun playing it and it's not even a multiplayer thing because it's like still as goofy as it looks like it's a fun aesthetic and it's really one of the only kind of like semi-playable first person jurassic park kind of shooter things uh but it's just it's busted as fuck i've said before like dinosaurs can't go into any of the structures in the game at all they were unable to program them so you'd be running from a velociraptor as like in a first person shooter and you would go into like a three foot wide little shed and it would just stop and stare at you and then you could just like blow the shit out of it with bullets like it was just so fucking broken the physics were terrible you controlled the the your character's arm with your mouse and and they couldn't they wanted to have both arms be controllable but they ran out of time so they just said fuck it we'll write some text in the beginning that says her left arm is broken so you can only use one arm like (laughs) it's a disaster but there's a lot of fun gems in there yeah um i like those i think to a degree like we're saying too it's there the things you like about those games are something that is like really endearing and actually fun but it's different from bad movies where you're just laughing at it you know yeah, where it's like doubt. a good bad yeah. game still draws you into a degree and so it's like it's weird that those those having a bad like a bad tv show and a bad movie are pretty similar but a bad game is just like completely different uh-huh absolutely yeah and you can have a totally different experience with a bad game than someone else. Someone can play it and just enjoy the absurdity of it. And then you could play it and be like, this is just fucking stupid. I'm mad. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> um, that's why it's fun to watch like game grumps or people like that play like some of these weirder ones and just get to watch them suffer through it. Because so, they yeah. fill in that enjoyable part. Especially I don't think you can yeah. enjoy those things alone for the most part. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's like the same thing and where a really good bad movie is just nowhere near as fun if you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then with it, there's something fun too about watching someone else suffer through it. Whereas if I was playing it by myself, then I'm just suffering through the game. But now I can laugh at them having a miserable time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, and so I guess the the bad game was this podcast all along. Was that good? <laughs> Guys, is that? Come on, man. That's kind of. Tell, some, one of you tell me it was good. If just Gus, go ahead and. Uh, Actually, you Gus, know what, Drew? Drew, Drew I'm wrapping some asking. stuff up. You want to field this one? I'll take next week's. Just one I of am you, actually you, you just in the middle really of. Not, you could just say it's good. You could even lie to me. I'm okay with that. Gus, if you don't mind uh, fielding this one, I got to just wrap some. Got to tie up some loose ends over here. Yeah, yeah, now. totally. So actually. I realize that you both are wrapping things up and tying up loose ends and probably um i you could even i'm saying i'm giving you the pass you could just lie to me everyone can know what it's a lie just one of you guys <laughs> could say it's good and they would be feel nice for the end of the podcast <clears throat> drew i th- really thought i was going to be able to wrap this one up here but i'm looking around me right now i'm, I'm seeing about half a dozen loose ends over here that need immediate wrapping up so uh if if you don't mm, mind like yeah. kind of just you know grabbing this one that'd be great i've got about seven or eight loose ends where are you guys and- Getting what loose ends? Hold up. Is it a physical? Oh, okay. I just look. I oh, under the coffee table discovered about six or seven more loose ends, bringing us to a total of about. You could 13, probably tie up. This ends. is a loose end. The podcast is a loose end, and you could tie it up. You could uh, get one less. You just told me it was good. Oh yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah, that's a good point, Gus. You want to go ahead and uh, let me feel this one. Uh, hold on, I'm getting a FaceTime from my deceased <laughs> uncle. This is. I should probably see what this is about. Ooh, that's unprecedented. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looks like looks like what was good was this podcast all along. Is that is that better? Does it? Do you <laughs> guys? <clears throat> See now, I heard you cough. <laughs>